more astute of you will notice that uh, compared to the last podcast all I've actually done is uh, take off my jumper <laughs> but that's the more astute of you and the, the less astute of you the more astute of you will have noticed that all I've done compared to the last podcast is uh, take off my jumper outside of that nothing else has, has really changed um, Still in the same same situation we were before. Just this microphone. There we go. Okay, so we're back on track. It is 2020. It's still January 1st. Well, it's not. It's like February now. Uh, it must be. It must be February. Yeah, just to do some quick. It might not be. <laughs> it might still be January. I'm shooting myself. It might be like the 30th of January or something like that. Not entirely sure. But I have a shocking fact for you. A fact which will perhaps change our dynamic as listener and talker. I won't say podcaster. I will say talker. Talker is, is how I am referencing. I am a talker. I'm not really. If you ever meet me in person, by the way, uh, you'll realize that this, the only reason I'm able to do this is because there is nobody else in the room. So I'm incredibly comfortable right now with myself. Uh, so that that's how I'm able to do In person, I am shy as can be. As uh, people who uh, met me, from, who recognized me and said, hey, hey, you do that podcast, and I have no idea what to say. Bring conversation. If you're going to do that, bring me some conversation. Bring me something which you've seen me say, or heard me say, seen me say, seen me. Could you? I don't know. Either way, bring me conversation because I don't know what to say to people. I'm so clearly awkward and anxious most of the time. Uh, I'm basically just fake this the way I go. But I have shocking news for you. Did you know that I have been waiting three years to buy dinner plates? Three years. Three years to buy dinner plates. Why is that shocking? Because it's madness, right? I live in a world of, of complete abundance where I have a robot vacuum cleaner. I've got a bread maker. I have a thing on my wrist which tracks my heart rate. But I've been waiting three years to buy dinner plates. I feel like this perhaps needs some context, which we will get into later on today. But my main gripe today... Okay, so I went through... What did I go through? I went through 2019. I went through 2019 uh, and and spoke to some people and, and got this general idea. And there's this, this thing which keeps popping up. And it annoys me around Christmas. This is usually the time when it annoys me. It usually pops up hugely. Um, of, oh, go on. Treat yourself. It's Christmas. Treat yourself. It's New Year. Now, I am a big fan of the treat yourself meme, uh, Parks and Recreation. Um, Donna. Oh my god, what's the other guy's name? It's Aziz Ansari, but what's his character's name? I want to say Todd, but it's definitely not Todd. It will come to me. It will definitely come, it might not come to me. If it doesn't, someone's going to come out of the comments and be like, how could you be so stupid? It's not Todd. I don't know why they sound like that, but that's how they sound now. Slightly German. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. I'm bad at accents. We shouldn't be doing accents. Anyway, so 
Back to the point at hand. I am a big fan of the treat yourself idea. What I'm not a fan of is the treat yourself necessity which comes with dates. If that makes sense. So, I treat myself on occasion. Uh, the the examples I gave before. This wasn't a treat yourself situation. This thing on my wrist. This was a Christmas present. But it was something I requested because it was something which I wouldn't traditionally buy myself because it was a little bit more pricey. So I give that responsibility to people who can afford it. Now, I trapped myself to a vacuum and bread maker. Those were rewards to myself for a year's work and things which I wanted and things which I've saved for. So they were, they felt like things which I deserved, not necessarily deserved because I'm not, you know, a doctor or a lawyer or anything important, but things which I said to myself, you know what, we can make that outlay. It will make life easier and make my life more enjoyable. Therefore, I will recommend to Graham, uh, the head Graham, that uh, we should treat other Graham to those items. And I felt fine about that. Well, I didn't feel fine about that. I feel awful whenever I spend large amounts of money. Um, and it, it worked out to be a couple hundred quid. Which gives you an insight into my life, which I don't really want. Anyway, so, I trapped myself. I did those things. But I didn't do them arbitrarily. I did them based on, you know, experience of my life. An experience of growth and things like that. What pisses me off is when you get to Christmas... And you get to birthdays and you get to New Year's and they're like, oh, treat yourself to this time of the year. And it encourages this huge, huge thing where it's basically just saying, oh, yeah, be opulent as fuck because it's a certain date. What? We just spent a year, a whole year, where the main focus of activism within the UK at least uh, was environment austerity and minimalism those were the things which were pushed hugely by everybody everybody kind of retched out and went hey you know what killing the environment sucks there was mass protest London was brought to a standstill because they can't deal with people in tents and there was protests in the street I've seen stickers pop up everywhere around Lincoln for ex- Extinction Rebellion, that's the one. And, you know, we have a government which completely shuts down finances because they're like, no, we need to stop this and we need to focus on change and and do... I don't know why I went kind of American with this. Boris Johnson doesn't sound anything like this. Anyway, he's a weird Sean Connery voice. Anyway, and we had a whole year of that. That's what 2019 was. You know, go back, watch... Bloody the last podcast with me, mine, and Ollie. We sit and discuss the worst thing about the year, which was basically the election and how advertising is killing us. And we all know it, and everyone said it. And then you get to Christmas, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, now treat yourself, mate." <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, what? <laughs> how can you say that? <laughs> oh, you just ignored everything you've done. You just undid everything you built. Everything you were kind of trying to profess to the world. There's people starving here and there's people starving there. It's like, no, yeah, but I could, I, I could have that extra sausage wrapped in bacon. I could, I could eat those chocolates. I could do all these extra things. It's fine being a hypocrite, but my God, why would you do it in such an opulent way? And I, you know, this is the thing, right? I realize at Christmas I eat more. You know, that's just a thing. I realize I spend more at Christmas and. 
that's that's something I accept. But I don't do it in such a way which is like, yeah, do that, go, do, push, you know, buy, sell, all that. Kind of. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just aware that it's something which I do. And I even try and pull it back. You know, I try and make it fit into the moral lesson which I've been trying to push for the whole of 2019. This is, this is yeah, it really got to me this year. Um, <clears throat> it gets to me most years. That the whole idea of overspending and overdoing just because it's a certain time of year. I think it maybe comes from, from childhood and, and how I was brought up. We didn't particularly have money as a family. We weren't like a rich family. Um, the fact that I spent money this year on like tech products for my house seems kind of insane to me. Um, and it's something which I'm just constantly going to have to berate myself on doing, but <clears throat> you know, we, we, as kids, we didn't have a lot of presents. We weren't one of those families where the tree was surrounded by gifts. Uh, it was more like, Hey, here's a big gift from Santa. Usually one, which me and Martin shared, <clears throat> Here's, you know, a couple of smaller gifts, and that's how we do Christmas. That's, that's, that is Christmas, and that continues to be Christmas this year. As I say, I got this thing on my wrist, um, and outside of that, I just got a few, few treats. Um, we're not massive spenders when it comes to money. So when I see families doing that, I'm like, how is this, first of all, how is this a sustainable, sustainable model for your family? You know, for the world around you, how is this a sustainable model? Also, when you do that for children, how does that affect those children? I met a lot of kids who used to get spoiled rotten at Christmas. And all it did was encourage them to expect to be spoiled for the rest of their lives. And that may sound hugely cynical, but it's true. It's absolutely true. You meet 20 and 30 year olds now who are like, oh, I'm not getting enough of this. And it's like, why do you think you even deserve enough of that? What have you actually done? Nothing. Oh, okay. So why should you get presents? Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, yeah. well, my parents can be presents. I was like, fuck your parents. I don't give a shit about them. They're just terrible people. <laughs> That's a huge statement. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah, that went that went down the line fast. This has turned into a right grumpy old man rant. And that's not what I wanted to do. Anyway, so my whole point, I guess, if I have a point in this this cast, is just this this idea that you can kind of you can do opulence and you can do treating and enjoyment of life without sacrificing the ideals which you're trying to present to the world. That is my point. That is my point. Because all your adverts, everything, the encouragement of, of spending and capitalism and all this kind of stuff are going to tell you to spend more. That's their whole That's their whole deal. They have no other interest. You know, they might release those nice John Lewis adverts, which are nice and sentimental. But no, their whole point within the world is to encourage you to buy products, to treat your family, to buy more stuff, to give. You can only give if you spend that's the whole deal. That's that's how things work within the capitalist society. So when you kind of sit there and go, okay, oh, you know, it's really nice, you know, really, really sentimental and bringing people together. That's all they're doing. They're just trying to encourage you. They're trying to give you that nice warm, fuzzy feeling, which you get inside your cockles, which just goes, oh, hey, yeah, you know, well, that's a great idea. Let's get everyone together. Now, you can do this. I'm just saying. You know, it's your life. 
I'm never going to tell you how to live your life, though this is blatantly what I'm doing. But just take into consideration the reflectory reaction to those things. Um, so, you know, like food. You know, food's a big thing. If you're going to buy a lot of food, make sure that food gets used. Make sure that every single thing you bought gets used. And not to the detriment of you. You know? Just because you bought 50 sausage rolls doesn't mean you're going to need to eat 50 sausage rolls. Don't make yourself sick trying to solve that problem. No, just give them to your neighbours. Give them to friends. Take them to work. Do what you do with them. You know, you got a pile of sweets for Christmas. Fantastic. That's really nice of someone. They thought of you and thought, I know, I'm going to buy them a generic product like chocolate. Because chocolate's freaking everywhere. Don't do that. You know, don't eat a whole tray of celebrations. Take them to work. Share about. Encourage opulence in giving. Sharing. This sounds very sentimental for me. I've gone from fuck your family and fuck your parents to give, share, you know, those kinds of things. If that's something which you want to do, if that's something which you, you know, you want to encourage in the world, make more use of, do it. Donate it. You know, there's food shelters around the world which are doing terribly. You know, the food banks are on the rise by like 200% this year. If that was something you were outraged about, something in the election where you were like, yes, that fucking awful, make sure what you're doing isn't just ignoring that. I guess is my point. There's been many points within this whole thing. And it's that that thing of, you know, seasons like that, Easter, Christmas, summer. <laughs> summer is a is a whole thing by the way uh, that's, a, that's a whole discussion that's a discussion for summer um you know they encourage you to spend more encourage you to do things and this this is the other problem you know live within your means a lot of people put themselves into debt to live this lavish ideal of opulence because it's these seasons where you don't really need to you really don't people will accept whatever you give them Eve them. Can't pronounce words. They'll accept that. They'll get used to that idea. If you got kids and you know, you said to them, Okay, this year in fact you pro- that's the that's the thing, right? Okay, so one of the main arguments I hear about children, um, and this kind of encouragement of opulence and something which they do every year, blah 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 blah, is that they won't understand. They won't understand. They'll throw a big tizzy fit like oh, what's his name? That Dursley kid. You know, the really annoying one, you just kind of want to slap in the face. Dudley? Could be Dudley. I'm just going to say Dursley. Dursley kid from Harry Potter. There's a scene where he it's like his birthday, or some jazz, and he gets one left for, less present than he did the year before. And he throws a fit. Now, we all know that the Dursleys in Harry Potter are terrible people. Horcrux theories aside. Um, and so they go out and they buy him another gift on the way to the zoo. So... They just adhered to his command. Now, that's what people are scared of. People are scared of upsetting their kids and having this argument, which is disrespectful to your own kid. It's disrespectful because it's not treating them like a human being. It's treating them like a time bomb. It's treating them like, oh no, they're gonna they're gonna kick off. They're gonna be upset. It's like, well, upset is part of human. You know, upset is part of being alive. Therefore, if they learn it over something trivial like presents on a birthday. 
they'll be much more developed human beings by the time they reach 20 and 30, and they're like, oh, why aren't I getting an Xbox for Christmas? You know, I really don't know what's going on with these accents today, by the way. It teaches them the little development lessons. A lot of people have said, oh, yeah, but I can't tell them there's less person. Well, don't tell them. They're not going to remember a year ago how many gifts they got. They're not going to count them up. If they did, they can, you've got bigger problems. You need to talk to them about that. You need to get down and talk to the children and encourage them just to live a, a less life. If your child took an interest this year in the whole idea of austerity and saving the environment, you can use that. You can use that to say, hey, you know, we were thinking it'd be great for the environment if we maybe we did this, this, and this. Would you be okay with that? Would, you know, what's really important to you? Instill values in your family at an early age and they will develop into something better. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm in no way perfect. I ate a whole box of, what was it, miniature heroes. Something like that, which I got gifted. Disappeared in one night. But that's because I'm a fat man. Inside of this bad man's body. I was a fat kid. And I'm like, hey, if someone hands me a box of chocolates, I'm probably going to eat that box of chocolates because I'm bored. And therefore, I need oral gratification. I teach myself these things. But it's not something which I would teach a child to do. It's not something I would encourage. And if I have a child, I would stand around it you've got to find that balance between what is treating yourself and what is just spending for the sake of spending and pushing out into the world as an idea if that makes sense you've got to find that balance of when you're being manipulated by advertising and the world around you and the encouragement of certain dates within the year and just being you and being true to you. Now, if true to you is just spending a load of money, buying all the food in the world, fair enough. That is your view. But I don't think you particularly have a long-term plan <laughs> for being. You know, you're living abundantly, but abundance won't last forever. And you could be doing so much more alongside your abundance. You know, your leftovers could go to people who need leftovers. The money spent on toys could be better used to just support your family. You know, don't buy toys for a day. Take a day out. You know. That action man. No idea if action man's still a thing. I'm just assuming. That action man could easily become a day out. And a day out is way more important to a personal development. The abundance of society. It's a big subject. And I barely, barely scratched the surface. But it just pisses me off. Every year. No doubt, every single year we get to this December period and everything's, you should buy this and you should treat your family and you should do this. And you should. But treat them in significant ways. Don't buy them something for the sake of buying them something. Treat them something they actually want. Take an interest in their personality. Take an interest in their hobbies. If they mentioned something random three months ago and you picked up on it and you had a conversation about it, and they go, oh, you know, I might get into that. Help them. Help encourage that. Don't just go, oh, hey, here's an Amazon gift card, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I feel like maybe the, the whole idea of overindulgence, people are just doing wrong. I think overindulgence just needs to take into account underindulgence, essentially. I've gone down a rabbit hole where I've just talked myself into a corner. But what do you think? You know? What do you think about the whole 
overindulgence of life. I can guarantee you there'll be some people who will listen to this and they will think, hey, you know, I'll do what I want. It's my life and I want to enjoy it. That's fine. That's fair enough. But it's just a cycle. It's a cycle which will just destruct itself. There'll also be people who say, oh, yes, you know, I completely agree with this sentiment and who I know completely overindulged within the season to a point where there was waste, to a point where there was... Um, a mismanaging of their finances, where they, you know, they're spending too much than they actually have, and basically self-defeating. Overindulge, but overindulge only in a manner which you can afford to, and which won't damage personalities, your finances, and your own experience of the, of the time around you and yourself. You know, just because everyone's going drinking doesn't mean you need to go drinking. Just because everyone's overeating doesn't mean you need to overeat. And if the way to avoid that is just not to go to those things, then maybe don't go to those things. Hang out with people who have a similar mindscape to you. you know, a similar thought process. Why have I been waiting three years to buy plates? Because I don't think I need to buy new plates. <laughs> Seems like a such an odd end to this podcast. I've been waiting to three years to buy plates because in my brain I'm saying to myself well I need some plates at some point. I only have maybe three plates in my house so if I ever have friends over <laughs> if I ever have friends over when I have friends over you know I have a limited number of large plates so I'm saying to myself hey I, you know at some point I need to buy plates. Every time I go to Sainsbury's, Tesco, Asda, I'm just naming supermarkets now. Every time I go to these locations, I'm looking at these items and going, these are brand new items. And they're pointless. They're pointlessly brand new. So it seems like an indulgent to buy them when I could just wait. And when I see the right items I want in a second-hand shop or a charity shop, I'll just buy them. Problem is, I never go to those locations. So instead, I just don't buy plates. Could overindulge, but I'd rather just face that problem when I eventually get to it. You know, I'm not going to indulge now to cover something which may never happen. I'll discuss that more in a podcast about minimalism. But for now, take it easy. You know, go get some coffee, have some discussion. Fuck your overindulgence. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.